What's up, man? He's Phil the Pill. I'm James Flames, a.k.a. Snotty Drippin'. And the Away Team Podcast is the worst name of any podcast ever, but you will deal with it. What's up, brother? (laughs) Time to get a little bit salty in the world of basketball. And if there's one guy that I can think of right now, kind of going around the NBA, um, that could be a little salty is LaMarcus Aldridge with San Antonio. Some people are saying he doesn't want to stay there. Some people are saying they're thinking of trading him. I'm of the thought process that he's out of there. I know not many, not everyone's in agreement, but I think him and Powell aren't going to make it happen. They want to win now. They want to play Golden State. He's going to be get moved for pieces. Well, you must not think they want to play Golden State. You think they're going to move LaMarcus Aldridge and keep Powell Gasol as some kind of centerpiece. Uh, that's not how the Spurs work. Uh, we all heard the rumors. Jackie McMullen. Uh, had a video about it on ESPN, and I've also heard this talk even last year that he's kind of a diva, and if he's not centered and he didn't feel like he's being treated like the star that he thinks he is, he gets a little salty. So uh, it doesn't matter, though. Uh, Greg Pop- Popovich has dealt with difficult players before. There's no way in in hell that they move LaMarcus Aldridge after just bringing him in as their first big free agent signing. They're, uh, they did pretty well, man. 67 games last year. Yeah, he's there to stay. But they still had Tim Duncan. But, um, okay, Going along to some other guys in the NBA who, and unfortunately, injuries have already started to ravage um, the, uh, the league. And some have said that the preseason is a bit too long. A couple of the key names that have gone there, Patrick Beverly in Houston, obviously the now backup point guard to James Harden who's taken that spot. And in Utah, uh, we have Gordon Hayward and Derek Favors, two of their best players. Yes, that's um, yeah, so and especially because this year, I think Utah was really supposed to make some waves, and I honestly thought that they could, you know, at least steal a couple from Golden State if they were playing a good series. And, you know, these guys aren't gone for the season, but this is going to hurt. Um, so this all comes back to one thing, the preseason. They, they normally play a handful of games. I'm, in, in my mind, with all the movement that happens in the NBA, so many play, so many players changing teams, they need this longer preseason in, in, in order to get used to each other, playing against some good competition. I get they got practice. And I'm not trying to pull an Allen Iverson on this one, but like they need to play together, especially teams like like do, do you want to see think Golden State? Nah, here's why the, the preseason here's why the preseason is too long, man. I think Golden State does think so. I think all the players think so because it doesn't matter. The starters play 15, 20 minutes, and they play at half speed, and they sit down. It doesn't matter. We know the first two weeks of the season anyway are going to be preseason. That's when players are really playing themselves in shape and getting to know each other. That's why you see, like, weird weird wins and losses the first two weeks. It doesn't really matter because everyone's getting themselves in the swing of pro basketball. Preseason, preseason, great. I think they should cut it down to two exhibition teams. Each team should get you know two home exhibition teams uh, games. And after that, they just work on practice and getting themselves together in practice and teams and scrimmages. But, yeah, there's way too many preseason games right now, and I hate to see people going down for injuries that they could have avoided by just not having those games being played so much. 
But you know, I think that's the same argument as why I got, uh, they say players shouldn't play in the Olympics. They're playing more games, right? But but these guys are going to play either way. But I mean, none have, of that matters, problem. dude. It's the preseason game. Your starters play like they can play eight minutes, and they usually don't play the second half. But you also sell the league, right? In a lot of preseason games, no, you're playing in cities that you weren't playing with before. Like I know up here, then, uh, then send uh, teams in, there to have training training camps. They can have blue and white scrimmages. You don't need to have two teams in there. If the team, if the, these teams want to get sold in in markets that are, that are not normally in, just put a team there and let them practice there for a week and have open practices that's just as good as having a preseason game where people are getting hurt so i'm i, I think we're already we've already kind of uh that's a shot clock violation we talked about this too long but no preseason is way too long do something about this uh adam silver all right well in a perfect uh fantasy world where we're getting everything we want um listen in in so many sports uh uh, uh fantasy football fantasy basketball has become this massive entity um, and you know, people are more, almost more into that than the sports itself. Now, uh, now listen, I'm going to fully admit I'm getting into fantasy basketball, but if we had to live in that world, I mean, I kind of want to take you on one-on-one because I kind of think that starting this show off, getting a debate show going, I kind of think we should get some healthy competition uh, going right away. Are you up to that challenge? Well, it's not a competition because you're going to stink at it, and I'm going to whack the floor with you. So if you want to just go ahead and draft the first, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 players in a, in a mock fantasy draft, then, I mean, bring it on. Let's go. With the first pick in the right, NBA well, draft. What I'm going to do is I'm going to draft my team. I'm going to draft my starting five. And since you've already given me the first pick, I'm going to run with it because I think I'm going to need it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, I Can't See How You Lose by playing LeBron James. I'm, I'm going to start right there. Oh, the reason you're going to lose doing that is because LeBron's going to go half speed. His numbers will be nice. He's going to give you 25-77. He's not going to give you a lot of threes. He's not going to give you too many steals in the regular season. Um, and, I mean, if you were really playing fantasy, you would know that you want a player like, uh, I would say Steph Curry and Kevin Durant because those two are my, they're normally my, my one and two. I love Russell Westbrook, but I'm going to go James Harden. James Harden is going to give you a lot of points. He's going to give you a lot of assists. He's going to give you some rebounds. He's going to give you threes. It doesn't matter if he plays defense because it's fantasy basketball. Nobody cares about defense. James Harden is, is my number two pick in this draft, and you're already losing because LeBron's going to be good. James Harden's going to be the fantasy stud. Who's your number three pick? Man, I think Mike D'Antoni just made a lot of fantasy people happy. I'm going to steal your uh, your third guy, and I'm going to go Jay, uh, Russell Westbrook. I think he puts up all-time crazy numbers, and I think both of, the, the, both of my first-round picks have chances for triple-doubles. Both of them don't shoot threes, but I can bring that in other positions. I think I get steals. Um, both decent free throw shooters. Um, I'm just going to have to make up for those threes, and I'm really happy. I think both guys can get in the mid to high 20s points. I think they both rebound well for their position. I, I, I think I'm pretty set with Russell Westbrook at the one. Yeah, that's not bad, newbie. But, I mean, you, you also whiffed again because you should have went Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, I think, is going to take over, even though he's not the top dog. That's Draymond Green, which we should have talked about Draymond and, and, the, and the, the great article by Ethan Sherwood-Strauss, but we'll get to that later on in the show. But um, Kevin Durant still, hey, one night already in preseason, he took 10 shots and scored 25. He's going to be insanely efficient. He's going to rebound well. He's going to be a great defender. We saw his versatility in the playoffs. He's going to give you, his assist might even get an uptick now because he's going to be playing with this this selfless team that he claims to love so much. Kevin Durant was the way to go right there, and he's going to give you threes. So that's not bad, though. Right now you're down, you're down 2-0. It happens. 
All right, all right. So right now, so if we're playing this, can I grab another guard who's a point you guard? You grab or, anybody or you want, brother. This is fantasy. Now, here's the point. If you grab too many guards, you can't start them all at once. But go ahead. You can grab whoever you want. All right, all right. Um, I'm going to grab one person that I think I can throw around in multi-positions. I'm actually going to grab Paul George. Oh. I think he's going to give me some big numbers this year. That's actually a really good pick. Um, I'm looking at this. What is that? A hold on, hold on. Was that actually a compliment? Oh, my God, oh my God, Yeah, oh my you God. actually didn't screw one up I'm this time. back here enjoying my team. That's really good. Let, let, That's really let's good. Let's go. No. Uh, let's see what your next one is, buddy. Now, again, I left him out there for you. I was trying to help you out, and you left him on the board. Um, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Kawhi Leonard. Now, you took Paul George. You're taking the you're taking almost like the the, the copy of the best because Kawhi is more efficient. He's going to give you around the same points. He's going to give you probably a little more rebounds. He's not going to give you the assist that, that, that uh, Paul George can give you, but he's also going to give you a high percentage of threes. Paul George is a great three-point shooter, too. I think he shot 37% last year. But we know that Kawhi Leonard had one of the most efficient – uh, season behind the line last year of, of one of the, almost any small forward ever. He was fantastic. He's gonna get higher usage and probably more points this year. Officially, he might take a drop off, but that's all right. But now, nah, I'll still give you the edge in that pick though, because I love Paul George. I like him better than Kawhi Leonard because Ka Kawhi Leonard still has straight back, straight back braids in 2016. You really can't trust a man like that. Who's your next pick? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure his three point percentage was something like 43 or 44. It was pretty dirty. Um, I'm realizing I have a lot of wings right now, so I'm so I'm thinking bigs, and I'm scared of free throws, so I'm picking a big I know can hit free throws. I, I'm going Carl Anthony Towns at center. That's not bad at all. Uh, ESPN has. I think he's going to get shot. He's going to get minutes. He can hit his free throws. He's he's starting to hit his threes, and when we look at his his um, his points and his percentages in the last two months of last season, he was really on the uptake. And I think he can, he can give me value at a lot of positions. We know that Carl Anthony Towns is going to be awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm curious to see how new coach Tom Thibodeau is going to use him. Like, we saw him shooting threes and everything last season. That's great. I don't know if he's going to have that kind of freedom under, under Tibbs. Uh, I need a guard. So I'm going to go Steph Curry. I left him out there. And it's weird having two guys on the same team together. They're going to kind of cut into each other's numbers a little bit. But Steph Curry, I mean, I got, I got, two, I got the last three MVP winners on my team. You really don't have a prayer. Uh, I'm going to rule it in threes because Steph is going to be bombing threes. Durant's bombing threes. Uh, my man Kawhi is bombing threes. Uh, Steph also showed he's an underrated defender. He's going he's gonna to gather steals. I'm not saying he's a great defender, but he's going he's gonna to rack steals up because he poached the passing lanes. His efficiency is going to be through the roof. I mean, you you might as well just hang up this, this title right now. You don't even have a chance in this fantasy league. Who you got next? See, see I'm actually a bit worried right now because I'm looking at, at who I got, and I, I'm pretty happy with who I got, but my problem is I think I have to reach too high to get someone who can shoot a three right now at my two position because I'm going to play LeBron at the four, and I'm playing Paul George at the three, and I'm just like, oh, I, I, it, in my mind, like my gut is saying Clay Thompson right there because you took Harden, but there's part of me that thinks I, I – I can't go on the limb and pick Booker. I can't be that guy. I'm too, I'm I, I I'm way too high on these young guys. I'm gonna have to pick Thompson. I I think he's gonna get some more steals. I think he's gonna get a lot of really really open shots, and I and I think his percentages will just naturally increase uh, with, with, with the ease he's gonna have to score. So between the three between the two of us, we have three Golden State Warriors. Well, and it just shows how deadly they're gonna be this year. And it's hilarious that I mean. In real life, I think Clay Thompson, everyone will have him probably a top 15 type player. Fantasy, he's rated like top 32 because all he gives you is threes and points. 
He doesn't get a lot of steals. He doesn't rebound the ball very well for his size. He's not going to give you a lot of assists. Sure, KD's there. He might pick up his assist numbers just a tick, but he's just not a passer. He's, he's, he's a... But I'm not really worried about that, right? Like, like at my positions, I'm getting rebounds. Like, Russell Westbrook rebounds really well positions. So does, uh, so does LeBron in a small NBA. So does George. And I think Towns will get you at least... 10 11 maybe 12 all right yeah you're right so you're you're actually okay but it's the fact that i mean i think clay's numbers are also going to drop a little bit with kd in town too um so i got steph so listen who we got let's let's do a quick recap i got james harder i got steph steph curry i got kevin durant and Kawhi leonard who you got uh, oh yeah because i went first so you, you still got someone so i'm done my five i got russ i got clay i got paul george lebron james carl anthony towns oh, that's easy so, so my big man i gotta go a big man because i'm gonna play i guess i'll play Kawhi or kevin durant at power forward give me demarcus cousins man he's gonna just he's gonna he's gonna just just st- stuff the stat box i almost stuttered over that like sylvester the cat He's going to give you points. He's going to give you rebounds. He actually. Is the- Are you not worried about those shooting percentages, though? Uh, him being under 50% and putting KD. Like, I know KD was a 50 40 90 guy, but. I'm not worried about probably- that when I got Steph Curry and Kevin Durant on my team. I already got. And then Kawhi Leonard. I already have so much efficiency. I can deal with a high volume guy like DeMarcus Cousins, who's also going to give me a couple blocks and maybe a steal or two. So, I mean, they're not going to be wins, and he might not be playing winning basketball, but he does. He gives you a lot of numbers, and that's all it's about fantasy. And I'm just – I'm looking at the, what we got right now. So, look, we got a couple more minutes left in this draft. Let me ask you real quick. So, you know, you, you're a fantasy newbie. Where would you rank Anthony Davis? Would you rank him higher or lower than Chris Paul? Answer me this. The, in those rankings, do they take into account injuries at all? Would like, you rank him higher or lower than Chris Paul? I'm saying lower. Uh, I, nice. I, I I have nothing to back this up. I just think that Chris Paul is an efficient dude, and I think there's certain things that are going to play against Davis. Nice. I think they probably took the factor that game played, he's going to miss probably at least 20 games. He does it every season. They got Chris Paul ranked higher than Anthony Davis. Score one for you, Canadian. Good job. <laughs> I've been drinking my bags of milk. Okay. So, okay. If I was someone like myself getting into this, and then I was looking at a guy like uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and in my mind, without looking at that list, I'm like, he's got to be up there. I mean, with him running point guard, getting those assist points, like, like if I was picking him as a top 20 player in fantasy, does that make any sense? It definitely does. Um, ESPN has him ranked number 10 uh, as fantasy player because, like you just said, it he's going to probably give us – Almost 20 points this season, eight rebounds, maybe seven, eight assists if he's running a point guard. I think the he's going to block a lot of shots. Um, I, I don't think he will. A lot of weak I think side, for, like, for a guard, he will. But nah, for a guard, he will. He's not gonna, I mean, we're not. I don't think he's going to give you three blocks a game if you're thinking that. He might give you a block and a half a game. Um, I think his offensive load is going to be so heavy that he, his defense, I saw it last year, his defense slipped, slipped just a little bit. Um, also, some other noticeable fantasy studs we left out. Hassan Whiteside is going to be great. He'll give you a lot of blocks, a lot of rebounds. Um, I think uh, his free throw shooting is not that great, just like DeAndre Jordan. But it doesn't matter. The, the, the volume of blocks and rebounds is going to be so great that he, he's a great he's a great fantasy pickup. Giannis, like you said, is going to give you a little bit of everything. Um, what about a Paul Millsap? Because uh, he, he can shoot. He gets some steals. He steals well for his size. Shoots a good percentage. Uh, uh, where's he normally ranking there? Because in my mind, I would actually think he's pretty high. 
He's actually not. I'm um, looking in, scrolling down the list, scrolling down the list, scrolling down the list. He's not in the top. I don't see him in the top 20, man. And I'm with you. No, I'm lying. He's number 17. So, uh, yeah, Paul Millsap's another one of those guys. He's like a jack of all trades. He does it all so well. And it's funny. He's ranked right one step ahead of Draymond Green um, he, at 18 because Draymond's I don't think like, I would have called that one, to be honest. I think, I, like, 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 if you asked me of those two, I think I would have picked Draymond. And, and if you made me pick the difference, I would have picked at least four or five spots. Nah, well, because Draymond's going to stuff, he, again, stuff the stat box. His points might be around only 10 or 12 this season, I think. But he's going to give you. going to be cannibalized by all the other guys, of too. Of course. But he's going to give you a gang of rebounds. He's going to be, uh, again, amongst the leader of assists, not just for power forwards and small forwards, for all forwards and for all players, actually. I think last year he was he averaged like 7 to 8 a game. That's, that's almost unheard of. Plus, you throw in 10, 11 rebounds. And a couple steals, fantasy wise, he's a that's that's like a that's a stud. The fact that you can write him in for those numbers almost every night too, so uh, it's it's gonna be an interesting season, man. Um, fantasy's not reality though, of course, right? Because like they got Jimmy Butler nineteenth uh, and you know Kyle Lowry's fifteenth. There's no in no world do I take Kyle Lowry above Jimmy Butler. So so if you had to give like one drafting rule to someone like my sorry self who's actually getting into this, like 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 is there like because I know in football r- rules that way, but is there like a kind of cheat sheet rule, like like draft these guys first? Like like if I'm drafting football, like like I'm probably not drafting a quarterback in the first like four, five, six rounds. Is there something like that in basketball? If I'm looking at like like, like you don't go for this position just because it's so stacked, and or, or or there's so little differentiation between the two. That's a pretty good question, man. I, I never really thought about that. Um, I guess the only thing I can really think is like you want to make sure you draft somebody. Who, everyone. He drafts really high, has an elite skill. Like the fact that, you know, Westbrook's going to give you a lot of rebounds for a guard. That's elite. Harden will give us a lot of threes and assists, which is, you know, elite for a, a, a shooting guard, even though he's officially a point guard now. A lot of threes. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is so efficient. So it's tough when you get down to players like, let's let's go. I'm, I'm going down the list a little bit. Um, Brooke Lopez, as, as good as the scorer as he is, he, he, you need to worry about injuries, and plus he doesn't rebound very well for a big man. So that's something to look out for. Same thing with LaMarcus Aldridge. He's going to get a high volume of shots. His field goal percentage might not be great. Well, he's in San Antonio, and he's going to be, he's there to stay. Yeah, um, okay. But his rebounding is going to be a little down. He's not going to give you any defensive numbers as far as blocks. So, I mean, it's it's you go, you want to watch out for one-dimensional guys. I'm shocked Derek Favors is all the way down at 39th because I think he's he should be almost home. The thing with him, I guess, is be assists. You're not going to get a lot of assists from him. No. Okay, and my last question on fantasy for you, because this comes up in other conversations, I'm always pitting Zach Levine versus Andrew Wiggins in terms of who I think is going to be. Okay, I get what you're saying. Fantasy basketball, who has the better year? Um, Fantasy basketball. It's going to be, again, it's going to be Wiggins. Wiggins is going to dominate the ball more than Levine comes in. He's a microwave scorer off the bench. That's great. But uh, Wiggins is going to have – You don't think they're starting Levine? I don't know, and I don't really care either way. It's, just, it's the fact that in the pecking order, it's going to be Cat, and then it's going to be Wiggins. Levine's going to get him where he fits in. He might score more, but he's not. He's not a. He's not a great rebounder. Even though for his size, he he can he can snatch the rebounds, but he's not a great rebounder. Neither is Wiggins. But I think Wiggins might pick that up under Tibbs this year. He might have him around the basket more. Um, he's he's not a great passer. Uh, sure, with with Levine, you get more points and more threes. But I think Wiggins is going to and more stats. Uh, yeah, more assists too, but I think Wiggins. We might see Wiggins as a playmaker be a little better this year. I think uh, maybe Tibbs can lock that a little bit. 
Uh, he's just going to get more usage uh, and be on the floor more, I think. So. I think Levine's percentages on on everything ends up higher. I think he ends up hitting more threes, like you said, more assists. I think he loses in points by maybe like three or four a game, maybe. I don't know. I We're going to have to see at the end of this year where we both stand on that one because I think I'm going to come up on top of Zach Levine. I like Levine, and I think he's a great scorer. I think for him to really break out, he might have to get out of Minnesota just for the fact that I, I think they almost have uh, an, an embarrassment of riches right now. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not saying they should trade him. I'm just saying that I don't know if we'll ever see him fully unleashed until he gets out of there. So, um, I mean, you you got waxed in the fantasy first half, so I, I, you need to go into halftime, go back to the drawing board, Come up with a way to come back from this licking that you just took because that was, that was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. First half is over. We'll be right back with the Away Team Podcast. Okay, and welcome, and thank you for joining us the second half here of the Away Team Podcast with your co-host, James Holis, my man. And myself, Phil Boileau. Um, I'm sure you'll be seeing the French name uh, p- posted all over the place. You won't be able to say it. So, uh, so I'm I'm educating the population. Um, we spent the first half talking fantasy hoops, where we'd go, and some injuries, trades, or trades that James doesn't think is going to happen. I think Aldridge is out of there. Um, but it's not happening, brother. We shall see. The biggest story in the NBA on the offseason was Kevin Durant going to the Golden State Warriors. Everyone's looking. At the Golden State Warriors, guys like Stephen A. Smith saying he's ruined the regular season. This is just going to be you know, a precursor to a rematch. This is super boring. Now listen, playing off what we did before, if we had to create a super team. Now it couldn't just be all all-stars. I I get it. And and James, uh, do you want to describe uh, how you want to break down the kind of qualifiers for making this team to fight against Golden State and possibly take them out? Well, it's not even—it's a theoretical thing. I was just thinking of. It's like if you look at Golden State, it, they almost seem unbeatable, almost like they have no weakness. But then you look at them, and a lot of people bring up a very valid point. They lost a lot of depth, but my my rebuttal to that is they got Kevin freaking Durant. So how do you beat him? How would a, how would a normal a normal mega rich GM? I say normal because these guys are all billionaires. How would a, how would a normal GM uh, owner and GM put together a team that could actually challenge those guys? And I'm I'm thinking. It can't just be, hey, we're going to get LeBron James and Brow and freaking uh, James Harden. That's not how it really works. Paul George. I, let's build a, try to build a kind of realistic team here. So I, I'm looking at um, the ESPN uh, ESPN top what 200 fantasy list, and, and let's think about this. You can pick two stars because stars want to play together. Then you got to get a third kind of option kind of guy, so maybe one or two of those second-tier kind of players. And then after that, you got to fill out the, the roster of role players. So let's say what, what's your top uh, top eight? Your top eight if you're trying to beat Golden State. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. I'm, I'm gonna be the moderator here, Phil. Fill the pill, and <laughs> we're gonna try to build a team that can. We will each build our team, and and and, and you tell me why my team won't work, and I'll tell you why your team definitely won't. All work. right. Well, I think this is gonna be easy enough. Uh, the problem here is the starters. Listen. As much as they want to go small against Golden State, I got to have a big who can do a lot of things and make and make them pay. 
So for me, it was in between Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns because not only do I want youth and athleticism, but it ultimately came down to Carl Anthony Towns because I want him to stay on the floor. I can trust him, and I just think he's a smarter player in general. I just think he's going to make better plays. Um, as my other superstar, I got to go with Kawhi Leonard. I think we see him as a defensive guy. As you said, the first half, his efficiencies are going to be there. He can lock up a lot of those guys. Or Look, it. It's hard to lock up any of them, but he's going to do just as good a job as any. Um, apart from that, I got to get... An, I just want mobile bigs. Um, I I know he looks like he's 42 at this point, but I'm going to I'm gonna pick Serge Ibaka. I, like, he's given San Antonio fits for years with some of their guards. He, I know he can step out. I, I know I'm a bit big to play against Golden State that way, but I think Carl Anthony Towns and Serge Ibaka will make it happen, especially with Kawhi Leonard. And then... Um, after that, I gotta go, I mean, some other guys, I, I was, I was really thinking because I want a point guard who can really just bully them. Cause I liked what, what Kyrie Irving did in the finals against Curry. So, uh, so I was thinking like, we have our Bledsoe's like, uh, we're talking off camera about Ricky Rubio, but yeah, if you can't score and shoot, that's going to be, that's a too. terrible. Yeah. You don't, you don't want a Ricky Rubio out there. You're playing four on five on offense and they, they'll just slaughter you. But um, I'm actually, because it, you have to go into that second spot, right? So I can't pick any kind of a star. Obviously, your Lowry's and your Kyrie's are gone. So I'm, Yep, that's too high. Yeah, so I, can I pick Eric Bledsoe? Does that count? Um. So, so far, who you got? You got Kawhi, you got Cat. Uh, I've got Kawhi and Cat as my superstars, or stars. And then you got, I, I, all right, yeah, Bledsoe, I guess Bledsoe will be that second tier kind of guy. So let's go with that. Uh, Bledsoe, Ibaka, and then I'm going to round out my top five. I think I'm gonna stick with my top five and face that against yours. We could flesh that out in a bit, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna put Devin Booker, because I'm gonna pick Devin Booker because I think he's gonna keep things honest, and I think with that team he can uh, he can put some. Because look, I, I I still need some three point shooting, and I think what I'm like like if I'm gonna trade his ability right, for, uh, right. for guys. Here you go, here you go, young Padawan. Here's your issues. You did a pretty decent job picking just now. Now, here are my two issues. Cat and Devin Booker, they're so young. Um, they're, I think especially Cat has shown really good defensive instincts. Devin Booker, have we have, I don't think he, can, he, can, uh, he can't stop a nosebleed right now, and that's okay. But you're putting him on the floor against one of the most high-octane offenses in the league. They're going to tear him apart. Sure, he can hit a three-pointer or two, even, if, even though when his usage went up last year, I think he shot like in the low 30s from three. He's not there yet. I think so he could be a system first... guy. I, like, like I, I think the same way uh, uh, they got Steph you Curry just, to be a you, defender. You're putting him. You're, you're putting this young Devin Booker who is how old is he now? 19, 20? maybe twenty. He's like one. <laughs> yeah. So you're putting him in the crucible against the best team, the best team on paper of all time. You just he's going to get flame sprayed, and defensively they're going to run him ragged. So his offense is going to suffer. So that was your that was your that was one of your mistakes. Um, same thing with Cat. Cat's great. I don't think he he is that seasoned guy you need to try to stare down Golden State, who's been to the last two finals. Uh, but at least he's got to stay been, on the floor, right? Uh, maybe. I mean, well, that's the same with everyone. I mean, you could look at that whole Golden State team and like like their ankles across the board are just the worst. Like like Durant's injury way to happen. So's Curry, and 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 uh, like. Uh, uh, let's not even begin with the whole Draymond Green bit uh, uh, that you kind of alluded to in the first half, how that could self-implode the whole situation. Well, the only thing I see you got right on this in this team were Bledsoe and, and Kawhi. Uh, I, I like the Bledsoe pickup. I personally would go 
match Kawhi with Paul George. Now you got two long, versatile defenders who can score a little bit, and they can switch everything on the perimeter. I'd also go with Paul Millsap at my power forward. Ibaka's not bad, but Millsap would give you a, a better scoring punch. And you team him with Kawhi and Paul George. You don't you want got that shot blocking, though? Uh, well, Millsap's not – that's my power forward. I haven't got to my center yet. Calm down, my brother. Calm down, Canadian friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think for my center, I, I would probably go – it's tough. I'd probably start with I'd start with DeAndre Jordan. Um, he's that prototypical modern center. He's he can step on the perimeter a little bit, but um, you team him up with the other guys we got. That's a lot of length, a lot of arms, and legs, a lot of athleticism everywhere. Uh, point guard, I like the Bledsoe pick. So let me see. I got two. I guess we're kind of Paul George. I don't think start, you can take all them. I, I think you took Millsap's. Like three. Nah, Millsap's third level, baby. Millsap's third level. You're putting if, Paul if Milk up the third level. level. No, 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 no. No, Ibaka was on the second level. I, t- I took Booker because he's on the f- he's on the third level. I got my two stars, Kawhi and Paul George. You say Millsap is a you say Millsap is a star? Is that what we're doing? I'm saying Millsap is on your second level. I I I, I think Bletso, as long as he's healthy, is on that second level. And I think uh, DeAndre Jordan's on that I'm second saying. level. I'm looking right now at at the ESPN, you know, top two hundred uh, fantasy list and Millsap's way down. He's he's at 17. He's not in the top tier of stars. So I got two stars and I got a second level guy. That's my third. That's my top three. Just because you picked a top a bad top three doesn't make. I mean, I got to pick a bad top three. Okay, you're just bad at this game. Okay, so you got that's DeAndre Jordan. You got Paul Millsap. Oh, you know what? I don't even have to go DeAndre. Nah, you know what? I don't. Even, I don't want DeAndre. If you're gonna complain about it, I don't want DeAndre. Who do I want? Let's go further down the list. Dude. I want someone who um, makes that third spot, man. Like, like, I, like, I don't care what it says. Paul Millsap is in that second group. He produces way too high in a level, and and there are very few guys who you wouldn't trade for Paul Millsap, like Paul Millsap. But he's not in the. That's the whole the whole premise of this exercise. I said two in the first level. Yeah. You can have two stars, and then a the next level star. Millsap is my next level, a next a next level player. Right? That's not fair. It's it, it it it's it's fair in the world of well, fantasy. Well, guess what? I was gonna say, guess what? In this in this in this in this jurisdiction, I got I'm the law of the land. So guess what? I'm going with that. How about that? All right. Okay. Fair and square. And guess who my center is? I'm going with Chris F. Porzingis. Give me Porzingis, and don't tell all me right, he's top right, level. Yeah, he's yeah. not. He's okay, a young fine, player. Fine, fine. Because like Porzingis and Booker in the, is in that same world for me. Uh, he's a, oh, Chris so he, I got versatility I got shooting now it's a great pick right there for me go snotty oh, man. Um, I can't believe like like I'm actually not even that scared except for Kristaps like, like I'm just looking at your Kristaps pick and I'm like oh man I, I see him blocking shots I, I can see them going five out who's your point guard again I haven't picked one yet okay um, and you can't and yeah, it's really tough because I gotta go. I gotta go low in the hole for my point guard. Um, I got some. I need somebody who can defend um, and also score a little bit. Uh, not not you, Kemba. Yo, Kemba's not oh a God. third. Yeah, it's not him anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, you know what? With this group I got here, like I will Jeremy try. Lins, no, yeah, I'm stuck. Uh, I think the rest of my lineup is so good, I can get away with this. I'm gonna go with Dennis Schroeder. Ooh, I like that one. Actually, I got he's he's long armed. He's uh, he's athletic, and we don't know what he is as a starter yet. I think when you play him beside Kawhi Leonard 
and and Paul George, and you got Millsap backing him up. It's going to be tough, really tough for anybody to get by him. So, I mean, if you want, I'll even I'll even shift down. I'll shift down a level. I'll put Paul. I'll put Kawhi as my power forward. Paul George is my as my three, and give me Nick Batum at my two. You would actually uh, do that? that at that level. Like like I don't disagree with you, but I like I can't see myself putting. Uh, Leonard at the four over George. J- J- I sure Just would because he's either going to be he's he's either going to be guarding Draymond Green, which he can, or he's going to be guarding Kevin Durant, which he can. Um, he's six eight. He's strong as an ox, man. I, I'd I'd let him play four, especially since we know that Golden State they're scared when they go to their death lineup, right? So if we're talking, they're going to be running Steph, Clay, Iggy, KD at four, Dre at five. So I definitely would I wouldn't be scared to put Kawhi at, at some play play him at some at some uh, at some four. Oh man, so. the uh, the Kristaps pick is bugging me. I I actually still really like my team, I, and I think they could both be devastating. But I think, uh, I don't know. I, For sure. I'm not ready to concede it, but I'm gonna give you some credit. Now, l- let's keep talking Golden State here, and we can come back to this. Now, uh, uh, I, I, you were alluding to the uh, the Ethan Strauss article in the first bit there. Uh, uh, do you want to break that down in simple terms? Uh, yeah. So uh, my guy, uh, Ethan uh, Sherwood Strauss, he writes uh, he's an ESPN guy. He covers Golden State. Real good guy, man. Real good follow on Twitter. If you, if you guys are on Twitter and you haven't followed him, go find him, uh, at Sherwood Strauss. Um, he, he just – it's a pretty explosive piece. And uh, some people say it's clickbait. But, I mean, it, nothing there sounds like a lie. And he has quotes. And basically uh, he talks about how Golden State is going to – be kind of trying to find that thin line this year between with with Draymond between being a fiery leader and being uh maybe being a, a negative to the team. They re, they alluded to his shouting match with with uh, with Coach Kerr in OKC. They alluded to the fact that he chases triple doubles. They alluded to the fact that he kind of bullies Clay and he's he walks that line between being a bully and, and being a fiery leader. And it's really a unique situation because we know guys like that, like Michael Jordan famously got in fights with Bill Cartwright and punched Steve Kerr. Um, Kobe Bryant was notoriously hard on guys and, you know, uh, and, and had that kind of driven personality. But these were, you know, they were unquestioned the best guys on this on their teams. Now we got a case where, where Draymond Green is third. Some people, some people might say the fourth best player on his team, but he's undeniably their emotional leader. And also being just an emotional leader, I mean, sure, there's guys who are fiery. And then, you know, even Steve Kerr himself, he said that, you know, Drace walks that line and has crossed it sometimes between being a, a, a plus and a negative. So that's going to be something very interesting to watch this year. And I, I made a, a, a mention on social media about this, that this is almost like if Dennis Rodman had everybody scared, had Michael and Scotty scared, Scotty Pippen scared of anything to him when he was in Chicago. It's very unique where... You're, you're, it's not your best player who's kind of domineering the team. It's your third or fourth best player, and you know he's only been in the league you know four years, however long. So it's it's a very unique situation, man. And I, I'm not sure. What do you what's your take on all that? What do, I'm what do you so think happy you brought up your tweet because that was just the opening I was waiting for, my friend. Because to me, I get what you're saying star wise, but to me, the intestinal fortitude of guys like Michael Jordan. And Dennis, and sorry, and Scottie Pippen were way higher. I think this is a soft team where he has to be the emotional leader. I think, I, I honestly think, I said this from the starting that him or Clay won't end the won't end the year with them. I I don't know which one happens first. Look, 
what you said about Dre makes sense. He has to play with this intensity or he loses an immense amount of his values. Uh, so they can't try to tell him this. I, I don't think he'd listen, to be honest. But at the same point, like, I just don't think that if they keep him, I think Clay is going to look at it and saying, I'm arguably the best two guard in the league, uh, especially now that Harden's won, I guess. And Draymond's getting all his attention. He's batting me up in practice. I'm losing shots, losing points. I've already lost all this to, to, to KD. Yes, everyone wants to win a championship, but I honestly think, and and I thought uh, this would be an interesting kind of flip side to what we're talking about. Like, like we're creating teams that would beat this Golden State unit. I'm honestly of the mind that Golden State's going to beat Golden State. I, I still don't think they're winning the ring this year. I still think Cleveland takes this. And... You can call me tr- crazy. You can call me uh, 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 drinking the maple syrup a bit too much, but I yeah yeah straight up. I honestly think that. Hey, all I'm saying is, listeners out there, you can't see my face right now. It's like I'm smelling an onion right now. The look on my like face. Like staring straight at me. G- give me a break, bro. I don't know. I just don't think it happens. I th- I think egos exist even on Golden State, and I don't know which happens first. I I my my gut feeling. Is that Clay Thompson by by All Star break just asks out? No way. I don't know. I that's insanity. Look, look man, this is the thing. Uh, they spent four. They spent three or four years now building what they built in Golden State. Um, they're paying Clay Thompson. They they held on to him in the in the Kevin Love free sweepstakes. He knows he's appreciated there. He knows his best chance of winning a championship, even no matter how he feels about it, is going to be there. No matter what, there's no way he goes to that ownership. Zero percent chance. I will eat a New York fitted live on 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 a YouTube channel if Clay Thompson comes out and says trade me by by, by the the All Star break. No way in hell they break up what they got because they have no choice. They've all tied themselves together now. Uh, Russell West, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Hell of high water now. They have to go and win a couple championships, or else this is a failure. It's going to be a failure. So they. I don't they know. know I, they have to. I just There's think no there way. are too many moving parts. Like anytime you have that many big names, it bothers me. And I think if Draymond was more of that personality that didn't need that acclaim, or if he wasn't so aggressive, like like it's that tough argument. It's exactly what his argument is. His article is kind of alluding to, right? Let's like it's like you wish he would clean up this this this, but then he wouldn't be good at that that that. Like I, and that's exactly what they say. They say you don't want to neuter him. You don't want to make take away what makes Draymond Draymond because then he won't be Draymond, and then you lose your fire. So it's a it's almost a chicken and egg thing. Um, but I mean, no matter what people say about you know, is Ethan Sherwood Strauss just paging for clicks? I mean, what he says makes perfect sense. That same fire that that you guys are cooking with can also burn you, and that's how it is in Golden State right now. So it'll be really interesting to see. Um, does can he can he keep himself under control? Look, he lost in the finals last year. Yeah. If he plays in Game Five, I think we have Golden State back to back. Although, to be fair, so, to pull it back because I, I I was an OKC fan forever. If if they actually call that suspension proper, uh, they lose to, go, to no, OKC. No, no, no. They, they what? You can't against boot OKC? Adams in the balls and not be. Oh. He should have been. To- well, you can say what you want to say, but fuck, they complained. But they complained then about, oh, you don't want to let suspensions uh, decide the game. So they set themselves up, sure. But the point is, just don't do it. And he did it. So what do you want? What do you want him to do? If he doesn't do what he does to LeBron in the you know in the closing seconds of the game or close to minutes of the game, he doesn't get suspended. You got to put it on him. 
you can put it on oh, him. Oh, I'm definitely putting on him. To but be... uh, what I'm trying to say is it could have been even worse because they lost in the finals. Like, like I get that like game seven, but it's like I don't think they get to Cleveland if they call that properly. So, uh, like I think. And so then again, I mean, the, the point still stands. Even if they lost against OKC, they would have lost in the playoffs because he got suspended for doing stupid stuff. So can he control himself is the thing because, he, hey, he's going to be under the microscope next season. We know that. Next season, every little thing he does is going to be under the microscope, especially after an article like this comes out on ESPN. So it's just, this is going to be – they thought they were in the fishbowl before and under the gun before. Golden State's going to be under scrutiny like they've never seen before. And um, But you make a good point, though, because guess what? Pressure bust pipes, and they've never had pressure like this before. They they were a fun team, and they won the championship, and then last season they were playing for records. Now it's a whole different ballgame, and the league is about what have you done for me lately. Golden State's going to see be under scrutiny like they've never been scrutinized before. Let's see how these players react to it. I think they'll be fine. I think only injury is going to stop them from winning a championship, but like you said, they are human. We, we, we will see. Okay, well, before we go, I'll I, I, I want you to make a fearless prediction now. First show, look, I agree with you. They're going to make it to the um, uh, to the finals. But where I disagree with you is I think Cleveland takes it. I think Cleveland added it enough. I like the Dunleavy ad. I, I, I like some of their other guys. Look, you don't have to agree with me. Actually, you shouldn't because I'm right, and it'd just be better if you're wrong. All I'm saying is that bud that they smoke up in Canada must be great. <laughs> if you're telling me that one team added... Kevin freaking Durant and one team added Mike Dunleavy Jr. and you're saying they the team still that added have the Dunleavy best Jr. Player on the added planet, enough. and it, it they went to seven games down to the last minute without Kevin Durant last year. So now they have Kevin Durant. It's not. It's a whole different ball game. And I love what Cleveland does. I'm not disrespecting Cleveland at all, but basically it's a three man show in Cleveland. The, the the other guys will show up and do their part. They have four All Stars in Golden State. And unless the injury takes one of them down, they're not getting beat by Cleveland in the final. All right, so I am saying Cleveland beats Golden State, I'll say, in seven. And your fearless prediction. And I'm saying that you are wrong. Um, there's no there's no real prediction other than uh, Golden State and Cleveland will be in the finals. LeBron James will win regular season MVP, most likely. Um, I got no fearless prediction. Other than, oh, uh, I don't know. I'll say this. Eric Bledsoe will make the all-star team. I love Eric Bledsoe. Oof. I, I, I think that's a stretch, apparently, with guards. Uh, uh, you just told me that Mike Dunleavy Jr. is going to be the I difference maker. He's and not the beat. T- look, he's a nice add. They've added nice add. They have you just incredible said, depth. So basically, they have passing. Basically, they have guys the who Canadian just I'm said, saying he's a nice complimentary player. What incredible depth do they have? They got him and Tristan Thompson off the bench and, and Kay Felder. What incredible depth are you talking Jeffers, about? Uh, Jefferson's back, uh, uh, McCray or whatever. They're still he's jumped. freaking they, 55 years old. He doesn't He played well enough in the final. What is your problem? Because he had to because Matthew Delavadova stunk up the joint. And, and of course now he had to play Vadova's well. gone. Felder's there. I just think they overall have a have nine, ten strong oh. that they can play, and they have enough star power you where s- they can score. Stop dipping. Stop dipping your blunts in freaking embalming fluid. You must be <laughs> I promise nothing. But I'm just saying. I like the depth, and, and I think a big difference in that series is going to be Golden State. Yes, has the top end talent, but Cleveland. Whatever, Cleveland man. has the best player and this has is, the depth. They sure do, but now they the fact that you even literally you just basically told me Mike Dunleavy Jr. is the reason that they have a better had a better offseason in signing. You're picking Kevin and choosing. So you you're can't just be picking trusted. apples at this point. You man. can't be you're, trusted. 
you can't be trusted. You obviously are the feds. You, you're you're going to probably send out a vote for Trump talking that nonsense. <laughs> that was a two-minute morning. You just threw up an air ball at the buzzer. You lost by 15. Doesn't really matter either way. Great show for the first show. Um, I schooled you in fantasy. I try to help you build a team to beat Golden State. You did pretty well on that one, at least. I give you, you're getting a lot better. You're understanding this basketball thing a lot better. Just stick with me, kid. I'll teach you a lot. Yep. Um, no, absolutely, guys. I mean, oh, man, this is a, uh, there will be so many. I, I, I can't wait for the regular season to begin when these storylines open. I can't wait for, I, I, actually, yeah, before we let them go, what's one thing you're really looking for? I mean, be, be beside LaMarcus Aldridge getting traded. What's the one yeah. that I'm looking forward to? Oh, that's easy. Russell Westbrook. Russell. I want to see West, Russell Westbrook unleashed on the league. I think it's not going to be video game numbers the way he's, he did when Kevin Durant was out, but he's shown that he has a different kind of fire and passion and focus right now. I think he's going to be phenomenal. They're going to make the playoffs in the mid in the in the middle seedings, and he's going to give whoever a run for their money. He's he's getting better and smarter every year. I think we're going to see a side of Russ Westbrook we never saw I before. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think Houston has a better season and Harden has better numbers than Westbrook. I give you the Harden having a better scoring numbers, but I, I don't think they have a better season. But, I mean, you're not the only person to say that, so I'm going to give you a pass on that one. Uh, yeah, the Rockets are going to be incredible offensively. Let's see if they can stop anybody. And Clint, Clint Capella is going to be a monster. Look, look out for Clint Capella. He actually would be a, probably a, a pretty good fantasy pickup for rebounds and blocks late late in the in the later round yeah. so all right guys well listen thanks for joining for our inaugural podcast here on pressbasketball.com we are the away team this is james Hollis and this is phil buello we'll put our uh, twitter handle so you can start uh, batting us up there and see who you agree with who you don't you don't have to agree with both of us you just have to catch us next time get that weak stuff out of here phil the pill <laughs>